Sally Lucas and I. We're talking travel on 2NURFM. It is ten past one and trains and boats and planes might get us there. We're looking at boats first off, Sally Lucas. We are, and I guess we should call them ships, so I'm not quite sure what size of tonnage you have to be before a boat becomes a ship. <laughs> but anyway, whatever you like to call them, we're talking about some small ship cruising with two particular companies today that I just thought would give people an idea um, or give you an idea of the sorts of cruising you can do with these smaller vessels. And it really does make all the difference in the world, particularly if you're cruising, say, around the Mediterranean, where if you're on a large vessel, they generally have to anchor out and you go in by tender. So if you've got anywhere between, which often is the case, a thousand plus people on board, it takes a long time to get you all off and back on that vessel. So you really don't end up with a lot of time ashore or as much time as you would possibly like. So by going with these particular companies, of course, you're just more dockside. You, you come right in, you hop ashore, you're part of it right away. And one of them only has like 72 guests and the other company only has about 112. And their ratio of crew to uh, passengers is almost one for one. So you're pampered as well. You get beautiful service. Now, having said that, you don't have entertainment. So they're not like large cruise vessels, they're not there to put on shows and entertain you. They're there to help you discover the areas you're going into in more depth and just to give you some very special attention on board, as I said, with pampering and all these vessels all have either a porthole or a window so you're not having any inside cabins and, you know, there's lots of dining options and so on. So instead of entertainment, for example, you can probably dine up till 10 o'clock at night. No fixed, real fixed sittings, no fixed people you have to sit with. You, you know, you can choose where you wish to sit. So there's lots of benefits. Now, the first company I'm going to talk about is Variety Cruise. Now, they have five vessels at the moment with another mega yacht due mid-year. And the vessels they have are a mixture of sort of motor yacht, mega yacht, motor sailor and sail cruiser. Now, they've they got uh, mastered ships. The motor sailors and the sail cruisers are actual mastered vessels. And if you can imagine, I guess you've probably seen shots of Monte Carlo or the Riviera where the rich and famous do paddle around in these incredibly huge cruisers. That's the sort of thing like a, a mega cruiser would be. So it's it's a quite a large cruiser, but you've only got, say, as I said, maximum of 72 people. So quite intimate. It means you'd get to know people. The crew get to know you as well. And of course, all meals are included, which is natural, of course. And on variety cruises, you get free tea, coffee, mineral water all day. Now, they do cruise around the Arabian Peninsula. They actually do a circumnavigation of Cuba. Um, there's Greece and Turkey, the Adriatic French and Italian Riviera and Southern Italy and Malta. Now, all their cruises are eight days duration as well. So, and they have various itineraries throughout the year. So that's variety cruises. The second one I'm going to talk about is Sea Dream Yacht Club. Now, this is the ultimate in luxury cruising, the absolute penultimate. It was given even 10 out of 10 by the Condé Nast Traveller Awards and it's won all sorts of awards for service and so on. So, number one for service on one of the their vessels, the Sea Dream, one in the small ship category. So they've just got two quite elegant mega yachts, Sea Dream 1 and Sea Dream 2. Um, and they have a maximum of 112 guests and an award-winning crew of, only ni- of 95, not only, should I say, of 95. So as you can see, it is almost one for one. Now, each voyage on their vessels includes ocean view accommodation, definitely, like st- it's not just a porthole. You've got absolute large window ocean view. Um, refrigerator is stocked with beer, soft drinks and water. Um, you have gourmet meals prepared for you, including wine with lunch and dinner, open bar, gratuities are included, use of water toys, 
Um, Water at, toys. What would that Well, be? when they moor, they actually set up their own little marina, like they put the blow up, you know how you have like a, you can see a surround put in the water, so everyone is kept safe, and they have anything ranging from glass bottom kayaking, um, to lay, even Hobie cats on board, can you believe it, laser sailboats, uh, banana boats, tubing, wakeboards, skis, you know, all sorts of things, snorkeling gear, they take you on zodiac rides, um, and they also have on board mountain bikes, so when you're somewhere where you go on want to do a land-based trip if you don't want to just walk if you're more active they they have a you know a range of mountain bikes on board um there's a fitness center on board a spa a jacuzzi um and they do some quite amazing itineraries which um we will get to talk about if you like in the next segment and i'll just let you know some of the wonderful things that sea dream does to a new rfm at 19 past one and sally lucas and i just love talking about travel and that's what we're doing at the moment and we're on a rather nice set of ships small ships intimate very intimate and quite beautiful um Beautifully decked out, the Sea Dream vessels in particular. Um, and, you know, there's lots of comments you can read in their brochure about people that have been on and they just won't go on another vessel since they've been on Sea Dream. It was just such a wonderful experience. And as we were saying earlier, you can take a mountain bike trip if you wanted to explore um, or you, actually the officers and crew will even take you on casual walks or hikes ashore. So you're very much involved with the, the crew on board. You're like part of family um, and also the Chef will take you to sort of exciting food markets so you can sample local specialties and he gets fresh food. It's not just all on board. He ha- obviously, they have food on board, but obviously he, he supplements that with specialties as, as you go. So, And also after dinner, you can um, have a cognac, if you like, at the Top Yacht Bar, um, which is wonderful. They have starlit movies on the big screen. They do have a little casino um, and they do have small amount of entertainment on this vessel being a little bit bigger than the previous but just, you know, a small dance floor where you can have a dance and dance the night away if you wish. So no, none of the big shows or anything as I've mentioned to you as well. And they have beautiful wellness centre as well. So if the ladies want to be pampered and spoiled and the men might want to go and do their well, mountain bike riding or a bit of sea kayaking or whatever they want to do, of course, you've still got that available as well. There is a fitness centre which has wonderful panoramic views, so you probably would be looking at that more often than pedalling on the bike or <laughs> whatever, but still it would be lovely to be looking out and doing that. They have a golf simulator on board fe- featuring 30 different courses so you can play a round of golf whilst at sea as well and as I said lots of different land adventures um, for example if you're an area where there's a volcano they'll take your, you know, a helicopter ride or there might be river rafting or there's an opportunity once you're in the Caribbean to swim with dolphins um, so lots of lovely things and they've got a main salon, a library um, they've got a boutique on board, the suites are stunningly done out all in this beautiful light timber um, beautiful big beds so you really are getting the absolute ultimate, if you like, in luxury cruising. Um, they do have outdoor dining as well, weather permitting you sit out under the stars and dine out as well, which is lovely. Um, and they have an open bridge, so you're quite happy to go and see what happens 
up top with the, in the bridge. Um, they give you personalised pajamas. Uh, we could go on and on, but it's it's pampering at its utmost. To be to be honest with you, Jane. And there's lots of different itineraries again, um, stating the mostly similar areas that we were talking about before. So they do cruise a range of different areas, which is just fantastic. So just to companies to think of if you're thinking small ship cruising, the variety or the sea dream. So just just something to keep in mind if you're wanting to have a little special break. Um, also, I just thought we'd mention, Jane, I do hark back to Paris, but this just came across my desk this week and sounds absolutely wonderful. Um, there's some guided walks in Paris you can do now with this wonderful lady, apparently very charming Parisian lady from everything I've read about her called Clementine. Yeah. Isn't that a wonderful <laughs> sounds name? Sounds just right. Doesn't it? And she does a range of themed itineraries to discover sort of the hidden markets, food and wine shops or the back streets of Montmartre. So she actually does like um, Madeleine Luxury Food and Wine, the Bastille Sunday Markets. Uh, she calls it Montmartre Living Like a local and does all the little back streets of the Montmartre, um, does a walk between the Louvre to Les Halles, um, the Right Bank and the Marais area, and plus a gastronomy tour of the Right Bank. And they're the private guided walks. And then she does group walking tours as well, if you want to do those, on foot and by riverboat, the Louvre, uh, Palais Royal and the Opera Garnier, um, Notre Dame and the Latin Quarter. So wonderful things to do. So just keep her in mind, Clementine. And um, that can be, check that with your travel agent. There is a company in Sydney that represents Clementine and so that's also good to do and yeah she will meet you at your hotel if it's a specially guided tour and off you go with her and she does this wonderful uh, one to a chocolate factory as well for anyone who's into the chocolates and takes you into that it's called chocolate glorious chocolate and you go to the um, gourmet chocolate museum which is located in the 10th arrondissement of Paris so yes there's the was just a taster oh yes so wonderful little gastronomic walks just back street walks etc so if you haven't been to Paris for a while or you're thinking of going again or even for your first time, it would just give you a very personal look at Paris and thinking, where do I start? Where do I go? So many arrondissements, where do I start? But sorry, Clementine would be able to set you straight, obviously, and take you on some wonderful journeys throughout the Paris, the city of light. It's always nice to talk travel, Sally Lucas. Thank you. Thank you. And we will be back next Friday after the one o'clock news to talk travel again on 2NURFM.